This episode has been brought to you by the Manhattan Toy Company. Do you lament the fact that your kids have way too many toys strewn all over the house only to have lost interest in many of them because they haven't forged any real attachment? Velveteen rabbit syndrome is real, and I think it's up to us as parents and caretakers to teach our children how fun it can be to use toys as a tool to spark their imagination and curiosity. No overstimulating lights, sounds, or gadgets needed. I have partnered with Manhattan Toy Company, which was founded in 1978 and has stood the test of time because there's something so special and scientifically proven about toys that are thoughtfully crafted to promote the right challenge at the right time, from teething to gross and fine motor skills to social emotional learning and pretend play. My youngest son loved his wooden baby beads, which worked on his motor skill development like grasping, shaking, and reaching when he was first learning to crawl. My toddler daughter adores the Playdate Friends collection. I smile when I see how nurturing of a person she is when she's pretending to feed her doll in a booster chair or take her for a walk in a stroller. And it helps that it's machine washable too. My other son and daughter's twin enjoys the Making Faces magnet set where he can manipulate the faces to have glasses or feel glad, sad, or mad to mirror how he's feeling. Save 20% on your next purchase using the search term MomSense when you visit the website ManhattanToy.com to redeem your unique 20% off code. You and your kids will fall in love with this brand just as we have. Hi, it's Kanika, and I'm back with a brand new season of That's Total Mom Sense, where I interview parenting experts, world-renowned thought leaders, best-selling authors, and trailblazing entrepreneurs on their incredible life stories and mom sense experiences. Hi, I'm Gabby Bernstein, and you're listening to me on That's Total Mom Sense. It's me, Bobby Brown, on Total Mom Sense. Can't wait to share my story. Hi, I'm Dr. Lisa, and you're listening to me on That's Total Mom Sense. Pandemic or not, these episodes will inspire you to make every single day count. Episodes release on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Join my tribe and subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. If you have a voice and you have something to say, an authentic, interesting point of view, it doesn't matter if the market is saturated. It doesn't matter if there's too many players in there. You will stand out. As moms, we often wonder, am I doing enough for my kids? I'm here to tell you, you are super mama. That's because we have an undeniable superpower, our intuition, and it never steers us wrong. I call it our mom sense. Hi, I'm Kanika Chadda Gupta, and I'm the host of That's Total Mom Sense. I'm a journalist, entrepreneur, wife, and mom of three twins plus one. Now, if I had a dollar every time I heard, gee, you have your hands full. On my podcast, I interview influential moms from various industries and cover topics that all first-time parents grapple with, from getting your baby to sleep to screen time allowance, your new normal in your marriage, and how to dedicate time to yourself. Learn and laugh along with that total mom sense. Chances are you've seen my guest providing her skincare tips on YouTube, creating candid and fun videos as the rich mom on TikTok, or showcasing editorial worthy photos of her collabs with designers like Valentino and Balmain during Fashion Week on her lifestyle blog. Now her latest venture involves helping her audience navigate 
parenthood. She's none other than Korean-American fashion stylist, digital influencer, and entrepreneur, Chriselle Lim. Starting off her fashion career as a wardrobe stylist, as a graduate of the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising in California, she logged years of editorial shoots with prominent fashion books and celebrities. In 2011, she launched her YouTube channel and website, The Chriselle Factor, to empower and inspire women all around the world through her daily musings on beauty, fashion, and lifestyle. With a following of over 3 million across her various channels, Chriselle is now ranked among the top industry experts, deemed a pioneer in new media for her success in bridging the gap between the editorial and digital worlds, and has been featured across publications including the New York Times, Women's Wear Daily, and Forbes. In 2017, Chriselle co-founded Sync Studios, a creative studio that specializes in the visual, digital, and social communication for beauty, fashion, and lifestyle brands. In 2019, Mattel created a Barbie styled by Chriselle, and it was sold out in the first three hours of its launch. During the pandemic, Chriselle co-founded Bumo, which is her latest venture, and it brings licensed education-based childcare to the workplace. She is passionate about finding a solution for millennial parents and specifically working mothers. Bumo Brain was built based on the following principles, creativity, critical thinking, and exploration. It's backed by 350 years of educators' experience from around the globe. Chriselle, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I am a true fan of your podcast, so this is an honor. Oh, thank you. And likewise, <laughs> I love thank you. You have had such a dynamic career and a common theme that I noticed was that you are just a risk taker. In an interview with Fashionista, you said, my mom thought I was crazy. She didn't really understand why I wanted to quit my salary job to pursue my not paying YouTube channel. Tell us some of the milestones you've had because you have many successful businesses. So Chriselle Factor, um, your Sync Studios, what are some of the milestones that you can share with us that like, you were like, these are pinch me moments right now? I think in every phase of my life, there were different milestones. And I think as you grow as a person, milestones look different, right? Like for instance, when I was able to purchase my very first car, that was a very big milestone after I graduated high school going into college uh, because I worked so hard. And then, you know, when I launched my YouTube channel and I was able to get like a thousand subscribers, that was a big milestone back then. So I think as you grow as a person, your milestones change and that's how you kind of evolve and continue to grow as a person. But I think the biggest milestone in my career, just like in general, would probably be when Mattel asked if they could make a Barbie out of me. Growing up, I could not see myself in media, nor any of the dolls that I played with. And I knew that I did not want my children to feel that way, where they couldn't, they had to look up to a Barbie that was beautiful, but they couldn't recognize themselves in in their dolls. So Barbie is obviously a brand that I grew up with, that I played with, that a lot of kids do. And so the fact that they wanted to model Barbie out of me and also my kids, that was really a dream come true and a kind of a testament Um, being able to change the narrative for the future of how kids can actually work and play and see themselves and identify themselves. So yeah, that was the biggest moment for me. Wow. Wow. You have become a new media expert. And I feel like when you launched your YouTube channel, it was really at the precipice of what content creation is today. Um, 
what do you think contributed to your success? Because there's there's only like a handful of YouTubers that have quote unquote made it. And there's 31 million people out there, um, and especially to the moms listening who know they want to launch a channel, but they're in a saturated market. So how do you really just rise to the top? Yeah. So I have to say that I don't like the word, and I use it sometimes when I have to catch myself because the industry uses it quite often. They call it saturation of the market, mm. right? Because that is how I felt when I started YouTube. I was like, oh, there's so many beauty YouTubers. It feels so saturated, right? And then 10 years later, my channel became one of the biggest fashion channels out there. Now, fast forward another, I don't know, five years, I barely upload on YouTube anymore because my audience isn't there anymore. Even though I have a large audience that I built, they're not they're not active there anymore. They have outgrown that platform. And so I just knew that my time there on YouTube had its time and its moment, and it was time for me to move on. I said my thank yous to YouTube. I sometimes upload <laughs> random things here and there, but it's not what it was when I started, right? Yes. But this also begs the question of everyone has a different opportunity. Now people are joining YouTube, like new creators, right? And they are getting millions of followers, millions of views, and they're just starting. And so the word saturation of the market, it's not necessarily there's too many players. Everyone has a time and a place. So if you have a voice and you have something to say, an authentic, interesting point of view, it doesn't matter if the market is saturated. It doesn't matter if there's too many players in there. You will stand out. And same thing with a lot of the other platforms as well. Yes. Yeah, that's so true. I love that you think that way. And I think the fact that you have grown with your audience and you're like, I'm going to serve you with the content via the media that you consume. And now it's podcasting. Exactly. So my audience back then, they were in college when I started and I was in college, right? So they're probably around my age now, which is like, early to mid thirties. Mm-hmm. And so they don't have time for YouTube anymore. They, <laughs> they, they don't have time to sit there to watch a 10, 15 minute video about mm-hmm. my life. Right. Cause right. they're busy with their kids, family. There's too many things happening. So you just have to be aware and accept what your audience needs from you at that time. So podcasting right. for me was a natural progression because a lot of moms, they could put it on background noise while they're cooking, while they're like doing things. And so that has grown significantly for us because my audience was there and they were ready for that. So it's just a matter of who your audience is and what kind of value you could bring to them. Yes, exactly. I want to get into your motherhood journey. So let's first start with um, how you and your husband met. We met when I was in college. He was just out of college, I believe. He was uh, working at his job. I was new to LA. He was a veteran. He was pretty much born and raised here in Southern California I felt some sort of weird comfort around that because I was like the new girl. So I kind of wanted to be his friend for that reason because Mm -hmm. I felt like he knew everything. And so from that, like led to, you know, just a deeper relationship. And then I met his mom and then eventually we got married and then we had two kids. And all I have to say about that whole process was if someone asked any of my close friends who would be the last person to ever have kids, and they would say it's Chriselle. 
just because I've always been so career oriented and I didn't want anything to stand in my way. And I always felt that having kids would really hinder me from being able to achieve my goals and my dreams and all these aspirations that I have. So I even thought that I wouldn't have kids until later on, but it happened. And obviously I'm very glad that it happened. Yeah, that's just kind of our story. Oh, that's so sweet. How old are the girls now? Chloe is six and Colette is two and a half. But with Chloe, I have to say she's interesting because she loves fashion. She loves her dresses. She loves creating content, which I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she also loves reptiles and bugs and fish and like all of that because her dad is obsessed with them. We have like five aquariums in our house or five fish tanks in our house. Yeah. So she's quite eclectic, I guess you can say. Between my husband and I, I'm actually a lot more carefree. Like if she gets Nutella on her dress, whether it's Prada or like from Target, I'm just like, ah, whatever. Like it happens. That's that awesome. Off. Yeah. <laughs> My husband, he he's a little bit OCD. Like he likes to wipe everything down and he, he would freak out. He's like, oh, you're, no, no, let's take that dress off. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. I love that you can balance each other out. But yeah, the fact that you mentioned um, she likes bugs, reptiles, it's like the, the perfect segue into Bumo because there's classes for all of that. I just, I think it's amazing how you conceptualized what it is. So tell us about what is Bumo. Yeah, so Bumo is definitely not what it was supposed to be. Bumo was actually supposed to be a physical workspace for parents where they could be co-located with their child so they don't feel like they're missing out so much on their children while they're working. If they want to hop on over during a lunch break, they can do a class with them and then hop on back over to the other side to get their work done. Mm-hmm. With that said, that was pre-pandemic, pre-COVID. And so this concept was supposed to launch last year in the beginning of COVID. And obviously it didn't work out. Um, and so we are still launching our physical space actually in a month. I don't know when oh. this is airing, but we are launching at the end of March, um, mm-hmm. which is coming up very soon. We are launching at Westfield Century City. But with that said... We had to, my co-founder and I, we really had to think about what we were going to do in the height of the pandemic. We were sitting there and we're like, okay, we raised this money. What are we going to do at this point? Because we can't open up the physical space. Um, We have all this amazing curriculum. Uh, We have all these educators from around the globe that create this curriculum with us and for us, for our physical location. So that was years in the making. And so I said, why don't we just launch it online. Why don't we put the curriculum online and see if anyone's interested? So we launched what was called a summer camp because we weren't sure if this was going to happen, like if this was actually something that people would be interested in. It was, I believe, a three-week camp. And right when we opened, when we launched that, it like sold out immediately. Like we had to add more spots last minute because people were just freaking out because they needed an option. And keep in mind that traditional schools all of a sudden had to, they're forced to retrofit kind of like this, their curriculum into a virtual setting. And they didn't really know how to do that. Of course, a year later, I think um, everyone has gotten a little better. But Mm -hmm. with that said, in the beginning days, there was a lot of just demand because of that. 
Right. And so from a summer camp, we launched a second summer camp. And then from there, we're like, okay, well, it's fall. We might as well launch a fall camp because <laughs> the pandemic is still here. Yes. And then what happened was all these camps, we realized that people didn't want camps anymore. They wanted something more concrete that they could actually rely on every single day. And so we just launched Bumo Brain, which pretty much is a virtual learning platform for early learners ages two to six. We have everything from live classes with very hands-on learning. And then also we have a learning program, which is more project-based and kind of like on demand. So whenever you want to do it, you have the curriculum available and the materials available. So yeah, it's been a year, almost a year since we've launched. And it was probably the best move that we've done because what we also have realized is that this was not a COVID thing. It's an early childhood thing. There's very little options for early childhood learnings. And so parents, you know, at the age of two to three, maybe some might be in school, but for the most part, if they are, they might go part-time. A lot of them are actually still at home, whether it's COVID or not. So a lot of our parents are just using it because they didn't have any other options for their kids. And so now we have over, I believe, 80 class types till this day, up to this day, we've taught over, I believe it's 25,000 classes, live classes. Amazing. Um, we're in, I believe, around 30 countries. And it's just, yeah, it's been a behemoth of a project, but we are so blessed that we have such a, an incredible community that believes in us and loves the program so much. Yes, absolutely. And I'm definitely one of them. Um, I had my twin toddlers take the movers and shakers class and mini Einstein. And I just, I, they had so much fun. The, the instructors were so um, engaged and energetic and that's really, really hard to do over zoom. Like yeah. to keep a kid sitting in front of a screen <laughs> um, <laughs> is hard, you know, unless you're a cartoon. And so you have to like bring it and they did. And then Um, And I love how specialized the classes are. So does your kid like dinosaurs? There's a class for that. Bugs, there's a class for that. Like you really hit the nail on the head with how you're catering to a child's um, interests and really piquing their curiosity in that. You know, it's not your typical, we're tracing letters every day. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And yeah, you, you, you nailed it on the head, you know, for a, for a child, a young child to sit in front of a class, even for 30 minutes, it's challenging enough, right? Yeah. Um, so that is the number one thing that we've really mastered is the teaching and the energy that they're able to transcend through the screen, which is a lot harder than you think, yes. especially for an early learner. When we're when we're talking about kindergartners and up, not that it gets easier, but there's a bit more opportunity and a bit more leeway. Um, but when it comes to ages five and younger, energy is so important. And that is what our, our teachers bring. So thank yes. you. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and tell us the synergy between you and Joan Nguyen, who is your co-founder. Yeah, Joan is incredible. Joan and I, we actually crossed paths about 13 years ago. So we were introduced to each other through a mutual friend. And we kind of kept in touch. I, I've always known and admired Joan for her kind of ability to operate such at a high level with these yeah. large groups and her her own company that she had and she's built from the ground up. 
She's a true operator and she's an educator. She's been in education for many years now. And when I thought of Bumo, I knew that those are the two things that I'm not good at, which is operations. I am horrible with operations <laughs> and to education. Education is not my forte. So I knew that I needed to find a partner who had both of those skills. I was lucky enough that Joan had both of those skills because I was thinking of like maybe finding like someone else who could just operate and then someone who would focus on education. But Joan is actually two in one. Two in one. Wow. It's been incredible. And I think that's my biggest advice for, you know, any moms or parents that are listening in that want to start their own business is that you have to really find out what your weaknesses are. We all have them. And it's really unrealistic for me, for anyone to be like, I'm going to do it all. I mean, in the beginning, you might be able to, but you will burn out. And it's not necessarily about starting something, right? Because it's always exciting to start something. Yeah. I think it's like that honeymoon phase. Exactly. The honeymoon phase, right? But the real question is the staying power, right? Like how long are you going to be able to stay in it with kind of your resources, with your skills? And so I'm so grateful that almost in every venture that I've had, I knew that about myself. I have certain weaknesses that are very, very obvious. And I've always looked for partners that could actually complement me in those areas. That's so smart. So what are your plans for Bumo, you know, in the next few years and, and beyond? Yeah. So we are still opening up our physical location very, very soon. Again, that's going to be at Westville Century City. So if there's any listeners in Los Angeles, you could definitely check that out. But we don't have any plans to build up any more physical spaces just because our kind of business has shifted since the pandemic. But we are excited about this this particular fiscal space because we're we're calling it our learning lab. So every education company has a learning lab, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're able to test out their curriculum and concepts and all that with kids. But you know, we, we're gonna be around kids all the time, all day <laughs> long. So we're gonna be able to test out our curriculum and like see what works, what doesn't. And also the ch- childcare set is powered by Bumo Brain which is great. So Bumo Brain now actually has a physical location, which is something that we're very excited about. But the future for Bumo Brain um, is to continue to develop our programming. Uh, We're launching something called the STEM Academy and the Math Lab, which is a subscription where you're able to subscribe to it. And every single month, you will receive kind of the program in itself. And then also you're able to have two live classes a week, according to kind of your age group, your cohort, and then with the same teacher, and the same student. So what we're realizing now that, you know, we've we've been in this pandemic for so long, you know, some kids are going back to school, people, parents are looking for something that's a bit more that will give them stability versus like a three week camp. It's more of like, okay, I have these classes every single week. Let's just sign them up for the next few months because that they are looking at this as almost like an extracurricular activity or something that could boost their education that will support them in their traditional school as well. So we're right. building out more programming that is a bit more uh, long-term for mm-hmm. these students and parents. That is so exciting. Oh my gosh, yeah. I wish you all the best for that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Tell us about a mom sense moment that you've had. And by that, I mean, when you trusted your intuition as a mom. Oh gosh. One mom sense moment that really comes to mind in the very beginning of the pandemic, it was, I was actually in Paris 
when the pandemic broke out in Italy. And so by then, U.S. like U.S. thought this whole pandemic thing was a joke. It was yeah. totally like not real. It seemed like so far out of reach. So I came back. This was, I believe, in February of last year. I came mm-hmm. back and I was like, this is going to blow up here and it's not going to look good. Uh, so I had an office before. I actually got rid of my office like before the pandemic started. Wow. I also pulled my entire staff and told them they had to work from home. And they thought, they all thought I was crazy. I also pulled my daughters out of school, my oldest daughter out of school. And I think it was probably five days after the news started trickling in about the virus. I I just had this really weird sense in me that it was going to get crazy. And again, there was no media about it, at least in the US, but I think what I saw happening in Europe because I was there, I saw it easily just trickling down into the States. So I yeah. pretty much um, shut everything down before anybody was shutting anything down. So I think that was my biggest mom's sense moment. And so yes. glad that I did. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. It I literally felt like a horror film. Like yeah. I, I was in Europe, like kind of like sitting back, looking at people just like freaking out. And I'm like, this is a nightmare. We're next. Yeah. We're next. Yeah. Now, I mean, when you think about it, we're like through the weeds, not through the weeds fully, but like we're so used to life like this. Yeah. I mean, the silver lining of the things that we as parents, as busy parents were able to get out of it, you know, I think it was a tough year for all parents, but Mm -hmm. I think one, we've learned to be more effective with our kids, even though they did drive us crazy. There's so many people that have shifted to working from home and have never would have ever imagined that they could successfully do so. Yep. And look, like you're you're running an amazing podcast right out of your own home. So exactly. am I, you know, yeah. being like the amount of things and productivity that could happen actually in your own home. I don't think we would have realized that unless this happened. It's so, true. It's true. Yeah. yeah. So, so many silver linings and like paradigm shifts for the better. Let's not forget our quote of the day. So is there a quote that you live by? It's not necessarily a quote, but it's just a saying that I tell myself every single day, maybe every hour is this too shall pass. Such like, a good one. Yeah. You know, kids are screaming. They're driving me crazy. This too shall pass. You know, I'm yes. getting into a big argument with my husband. This too shall pass. You know, we didn't get the business deal this too shall pass. You know, <laughs> that is something that, that I just tell myself every single day. And it just allows me to realize that nothing is permanent. And it just allows me to live a little bit lighter and more freely. Yeah. Wow. I love it. It's so profound and it works. It's now time for mom hall when we share products we love. Is there a mom haul item that you're loving? I mean, I feel like you're just the queen of consumer products and you know your lifestyle, your beauty, your fashion. So like... Okay, I have a few, but my first mom (laughs) haul is this guy. It's not sexy, but it's just my hydro flask. The first thing that I do every single morning is I pour hot water in here Mm -hmm. and I squeeze lemon and I sip on this all throughout the day. I hate water. But yeah. this, this allows me to 
just like stay hydrated throughout the day. If I don't have it in front of me, I just will go days without drinking water. But I like doing hot lemon water first thing in the morning because it detoxes my body and my liver and like all that bad stuff. Mm-hmm. I actually don't eat a full meal probably until about 11. So it's more oh, like a brunch. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Intermittent fasting. Yeah, a little bit. Yes. I don't go to the whole extreme because I know people that go to the whole extreme, they have to like not eat for like 10 hours or something. Yeah. But I do it kind of like up until 11 a.m. And so that's like my number one thing. Another thing that has been great is trying to see what's like in front of me right now. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. Oh, you know, another thing that always helps me in the morning is just having a uniform. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people think that I wear different outfits every single day, which I do on Instagram. But usually when I wake up and I have to get dressed and get the kids dressed, get them out the door, like I have a uniform. So I I never have to think about it. And it's literally this outfit, which is like jeans and a blouse. So these silk blouses are from a brand called Legends. Mm-hmm. They make the best silk blouses. I don't get my silk blouses from anywhere else because they literally are, are the chicest thing. You could put them over like sweats and jeans and they just make anything look super chic. So amazing. And then a trench coat. A trench coat, you throw it on like sweats, throw it on anything and just instantly elevates your look. So totally. I love yes. it. I love it. And you just, I don't think anyone would think to wear one, but like looks you makes you look so put together when you're wearing yeah absolutely fitted trench oh, amazing yeah. and where can my listeners find you oh so you can find me at Christelle Lim on Instagram I'm also Christelle Lim if you're on TikTok um, I feel like I'm two different people on Instagram <laughs> and TikTok yeah TikTok um my Gen Z audience, they call me their rich mom. So yeah. I kind of play up that character on, on that platform. But if you're interested in learning more about Bumo Brain, Bumo Brain's Instagram is at Bumo Brain, or you can visit www.bumobrain.com. And oh, we also have a podcast called Being Bumo. I have a lot of experts on there. So there's lots of different platforms that you could check me out on. Um, oh, I also did make a code for your followers. If you're interested in the, the Bumo program, if they want yes. to get it out. So it's Mom Sense 25. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I can't wait to share. This is great. And I mean, like I shared earlier, it's something that your kids will truly enjoy and they have never experienced a class like it. And I was taking, taking it right along with them and it's super fun. So definitely give Bumo a try. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, Christelle, you are a sweetheart. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And I wish you continued success. I'm so, so proud of all you've done and onwards and upwards from here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I have to get you on my podcast ASAP as well. So yes, thank you. Thank you. A huge congrats to Christelle Lim and her co-founder, Joan Nguyen, on their brick-and-mortar location of Bumo at Westfield Century City in L.A. I remember talking to friends about the pain point of working from home and childcare, and Bumo Work allows parents the flexibility to work in a location where they can also pop into a mommy and me class or join their child for lunch. It's absolutely brilliant. Use my code for 25% off Bumo virtual classes by logging on to bumobrain.com and the code is momsense25. 
You can follow Bumo on social for updates on all the company is working on and follow my handle at Kanika Chadda Gupta to watch my IG live with Chriselle and stay abreast of upcoming episodes. Write to me at that's total mom sense at gmail.com. And remember, always, always trust your mom sense. Stay strong, super mamas and super dads. See you next time. That's total mom sense.